Hello everybody, welcome to the show. I am your host, Davin James. Today's episode is recorded on the 16th of January. I hope everyone's doing well, hope you're a good day. As always, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Now, the story of today's episode follows a man named Donald Thompson, who is a, well, he was, I should say, sorry, a Oklahoma judge who spent 23 years on the bench. However, he was forced to retire back in 2004, and then he got sentenced to prison back in 20, sorry, in 2006. Now, you might have thinking to yourself, what happened? Why did he get, why was he forced to retire, and why did he get sent to prison two years later? Well, this judge was caught masturbating using a, a, a penis pub during a trial, or doing trials, I should say, it was just at once, multiple times throughout his career, like I should say. At the time, he was 59 years old, and he was convicted of four felony, felony accounts of indecent exposure in his Creek Court County courtroom. And he was also to, ordered to pay a hefty $40,000 fine. So this is an unusual story right away. Like, no, not every day you hear about a judge losing his job and then being sent to prison like two years later. But also the fact that he lost his job because he was a, well, he decided to want to masturbate during trials instead of doing it privately in his own chambers, as you do. <laughs> I don't know why exactly, like, what goes into his mind during these trials, like regardless of what the actual case is about, what goes into his mind to the point where he feels like he needs to masturbate? You know what I mean? I mean, it's not an everyday situation. Like people masturbate, sure. Some people do it in their own homes. Some people have unfortunately done it in public, which they shouldn't have done, but it's happened. But like, during a court trial, that seems like a weird, a weird situation to, well, not in a situation, a weird time to think, right, I'm going to whip out my dick, or I'm going to use this penis pump on my dick, and then I'm going to masturbate to kill some time. <laughs> you know, I've watched court trials on YouTube. I'm a big fan of those sort of things. And yeah, they are quite long. It is quite a long day when you watch, uh, when you're in those trials, in a sense. But like, never have I thought, I wonder if this judge wants to masturbate right now. Like, in my mind right now, I'm thinking, oh God, like, what if this judge secretly wants to masturbate? Like, it's just weird. Like, it's just creepy and weird, but, like, that's the sort of thing I'm getting from this story. <laughs> like, no, but thankfully, so far, regardless of the trials I've watched, they've all been normal judges, and not one of them has decided to use, a, you know, mas- or to use the idea of masturbating during a trial. <laughs> So, his former court reporter, whose name was Lisa, or is, I should say, Lisa Foster, she told the authorities that she apparently saw Thompson use the device on almost a daily basis during a 2003 murder trial. Again, murder trial. That's quite a dark and heavy subject. Why the hell are you whipping your dick out and masturbating in a courtroom during that point? Or why is masturbation even on your mind during that point? It does not make any sense. It does not make any sort of sense. Like, like, oh, okay, well, this, you know, this seems like a good time to just do my thing and hope for the best. I'm like, no, absolutely not. Um, That trial, the August 2003 murder trial, 
saw a man accused of shaking a toddler to death. And she even said she recalled the murder's, sorry, the murdered toddler's grandfather giving an emotional testimony while getting really teary-eyed and the judge was pumping on that pump. How <laughs> she do? Here's this guy. You know, he's just lost his grandchild. And he's given a real emotional, heavy speech. Or testimony, if you will. And, of course, emotions are flying everywhere. Everyone's going to be upset. They're going to try to hide it the best they can. But, you know, it's a heavy subject for anyone to be involved in, in that room. Or to have to listen to, rather. So, all due respect to that man as well. But, like, this judge, like, what the hell? I I never thought I would hear something like this before. Like, I'm a judge of all Yeah, not everyone's perfect, don't get it wrong. Doesn't matter what profession you're in. But I never thought this would be an actual story. It just... Yeah. <laughs> I guess these sort of things just come to... Well, they just come out of nowhere, I guess you could say. And she also claims, uh, Lisa Froster, that she also claims that she saw the judge expose himself at least 15 times from 2001 to 2003. He was eventually eventually caught as people in the courtroom went to hear the shh, shh sound of air rushing through the penis pub. <laughs> After which police to take decided to take a picture of the sex device under his desk. And she even said she was quite shocked and kind of scared because it was just a bizarre situation to find herself in. He was given, the, this, the, the judge says, he was given the penis pub as a 50th birthday gift from a close friend he went fishing with. The Maori father of, of three testified it wasn't something I was hiding. In 2020 hindsight, I should have thrown it away. It's not so much you should have hidden it or thrown it away. If you want to use a penis pump, fine, that's your own right, you know. For a man your age, fine, okay, whatever. But the fact is, you did it in a courtroom filled with people. Doing it times where there's emotional situations or emotional statements being given. And everyone's having a tough time getting through it and everyone's just, you know, trying their best to get through it. And this just you pumping away as you as you do apparently like that's the part that's really concerning the most I would think like the fact that you decided to whip out a penis pump in your own courtroom instead of doing it privately like in your own chambers or when you get home or whatever it may be like when you're behind closed doors you're doing whatever you do privately it's your own business like there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with using a penis pump if you if you're someone like him like, well, not someone like him. If he's somebody who, unfortunately, has to use a penis pump, then, okay, it sucks, but it is what it is. But that's the only problem with it, I find, is that you're doing it in public. Not the fact that you have to use a penis pump. Like, that, that's nothing. That's, you know, everyone, like, people take Viagra or Blue Chew or whatever just to help them, you know, with the performance and whatnot. And there's nothing wrong with that. Like, that's whatever. But it's the fact he did it in public. Again, that's what I keep saying. The fact that he did it in public is the part where he fucked up most, in my opinion. He also admitted, uh, sorry, he also said that he might absentmindedly squeeze the pump's handle while on a bunch, but never used it to publish, uh, I can't speak today, to pleasure himself. 
Now, at the time, a senior probation officer, Camelia Brossett, also said that Thompson's, uh, sorry, Thompson's denial of the offence would likely present difficulty, if not inhibibility, for treatment providers to provide meaningful and beneficial sex offender treatment. Is criminal behaviour not only acceptable, or unacceptable, sorry, but is an effort to the judicial branch of government and legal possession, the court concluded. Such conduct can do nothing other than undermine public confidence and trust in the dignity and integrity of the um, of the legal profession. I, there's another word I was trying to see on there, but I couldn't read that, but never mind. <laughs> so, his pension was basically removed as a result of his conviction, so he lost that. And in 2008, he was released from prison after serving 20 months. In 2009, he was convicted of a physical patrol of a vehicle while under the influence, so it gets better and better. And then in July 2011, the judge then was charged with driving under the influence. Unfru- influence. I can't speak to that. What's going on with me? <laughs> he was driving under the influence, possession of a controlled dangerous substance, and a, after a former felony conviction of possession of a controlled substance without a prescription after a former felony conviction. He's also, in that same year, what a year this guy has had. In that same year, he was faced with charges of stalking an ex-girlfriend, but unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, but they were later dismissed. So that was taken care of, in a sense. But yeah, what a story, like... (laughs) I'm lost for words because like it's not every day you hear that sort of story, and clearly this guy was not the brightest tool in the sh- no, that's not the right word. Clearly he wasn't the most sharpest tool in the shed, if that's the right expression. I don't know what, you know. It's sad that this guy had to go through so much, um, like shit, even after his own charges of being. Sent to prison and released from prison while also getting back in trouble again and again. But at the same time, it's like, dude, what the hell? You know, it's one thing to get charged. Like, it's bad enough you're getting charged with masturbating in the courtroom. That you do. But then you're getting into other convictions. Um, del- delivered to you. To you, in a sense. I just, yeah, I don't know what the guys are to these days. I'm not sure he's still around or whatever. I hope that he's sort of like he's sort of gotten himself in a sort of um, right mindset, if you will, where he's trying to do good and make wrongs, well, make rights for his convictions or something. I don't know. What do you guys think of the story? To me, again, I think it's unusual. Not. The most shocking thing I've heard, because obviously I've done multiple podcasts since the beginning of 2020 when I started this, and then there were some stories I was like, wow, okay, that's quite odd, that's quite funny, that's quite weird, that's quite shocking, you know. So nothing really surprises me much anymore. Not yet, anyway. Hopefully, one day, there will be some story that will actually shock me. <laughs> but um, yeah, this sort of thing is just not something I would have predicted from a judge. Again, anyone's capable of anything, don't get it wrong. But it's just, 
unusual that you hear that sort of thing coming from a judge as well. But it is what it is, I suppose. So with that being said, thank you all for listening to this episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode as well. I'm sorry if I like butchered some pronunciations or my, some of my words, which is one of those days. But thank you guys for listening and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. So I'm going to leave you be. Once again, thank you and I'll see you guys later. Bye bye.